and welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. As always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. So what do we have in our new game announcements this week, Sasquatch? Well, Alice Madness Returns makes its return to Steam after five years of being gone. <laughs> Um, so this is the second game in uh, America McGee's take on Alice in Wonderland. And it's finally come back to Steam. And this is, uh, what is this? This is a, couple, a year after they announced that they were working on a third game. So, yeah, if you're interested in uh, trying out the game, um, it's definitely a much more dark, horror type of Alice game. Um, it's available to be checked out again. Halo Infinite has had its co-op mode delayed again. Um, it will not arrive until it will not with the start of season two, but about halfway through season two, three, four, three industries has said personally, I haven't touched the co-op. I've only played the multiplayer. So yeah, um, this is both online and split screen co-op. So both Co-op modes are not available for Halo Infinite. I will not be for yet another while. Rip. For Spoken, um, the RPG from Luminous Productions and published by Square Enix has been delayed. Um, It has been delayed until October 11th, 2022. This is five months after the original launch date. Uh, They did release a little press a uh, little press release for this as well on Twitter. Um, they said, we have made the decision to move the release date of Forspoken to October 11th, 2022. Our vision for this exciting new IP is to deliver a game world and hero that gamers across the globe will want to experience for years to come. So getting it right is extremely important to us. To that end, during the next few months, we will focus on all of our efforts to polish the game. And we can't wait for you to experience Frey's journey this fall. Thank you for your understanding and continued support. We look forward to sharing more about Forspoken. For we look forward to sharing more about Forspoken with you soon. Um, and this was right before they did share more, which <laughs> was, was say, the state of play. <laughs> so yeah, you can check out uh, their new tr- gameplay trailer from Sony State of Play, which happened what yesterday? Yeah, this yesterday. Um, and the game is still launching for ps5 and pc so no ps4 release for this one ps5 only the advanced wars one and two reboot camp um essentially like a little remaster has been delayed due to quote recent world events Mm -hmm. nintendo announced that the release date for this uh little collection of advanced war games has been delayed to an unspecified point in the future they sent out a tweet saying in light of recent world events we have made the decision to delay advanced wars one and two reboot camp which was originally scheduled to release on nintendo switch on april 8th please stay tuned for updates on a new release date Clearly, this is about Russia's Ukraine, uh, uh, Russia's Ukraine, Russia's invasion of not Russia's Ukraine. That is all I have for new games and game announcements. Uh, The only thing I had was a little quip about Digimon World, and it's nothing like super confirmed or anything. 
Um, but during an interview about Digimon Survive, which apparently still exists and will come out one of these days, um, the producer um, for Digimon video games uh, confirmed that he was considering, quote unquote, either <clears throat> either a remaster or a uh, remake of the original Digimon World game. Um, he's just simply said he's positively considering it. This was during a question and answer session um, at Digimon Con 2022. Um, he made no indication as to what that might look like. Um, just that a remaster would be, quote, highly feasible and a remake would mean potentially adding new elements, and so that would be a little bit larger undertaking. Um, either way, I would be stoked. I would like to see a remaster just so I could, you know, play it again on my PS4, or PS5 without having to uh, use a bunch of connectors to rig up my PS2. Um, but I would really be happy with either. Um, what do we got over in the world of legal debacles? Um, well, the hacker group who targeted NVIDIA has also targeted Samsung, and they released 190 gigabytes of sensitive data. Um, the hacker group Lapsus dollar sign because they're edgy little boys um, have not made any demands for Samsung. They're just being assholes at this point. So, yeah. And speaking of NVIDIA's stolen data, now people are using probably more little edgy boy hackers have decided to use that stolen data to create malware disguised as GPU drivers. Yes. So since, you know, they released everything about NVIDIA's cards, their software and everything, now you have drivers that are actually malware. So make sure you only update from official sources such as nvidia's website or you know just wait till your computer yells at you from your dashboard your uh, desktop's dashboard nvidia says hey yo i got drivers for you rimworld popular space sandbox game has been removed from steam in australia uh, for digital releases, it turns out Australia doesn't really care too much about ratings and enforcing stuff. However, when they went to create a physical copy for PC as well as the Nintendo Switch, they rated the game um, as a refused classification, making it illegal to sell in Australia uh, due to, quote, matters of sex, drug misuse or addiction, crime, cruelty, violence or revolting or apparent phenomena in such a way that they offend against the standards of morality, decency and proprietary gen and proprietary generally accepted by reasonable adults. What? Um, this is the first time that a game that has been refused classification for a visible copy has then thus been pulled for sale from digital forms in Australia. Jeez. So yeah, Australia sucks. Yeah. What's the not hell? even the giant spiders. The long standing trial and issue between Dr. Disrespect and Twitch have ended. Um, he has settled his lawsuit with Twitch. Um, he said he signed a little piece of paper and put a picture of it on Twitch saying, I've resolved my legal dispute with Twitch. No party admits to any wrongdoing. Hmm. Um, 
Conversely, Twitch also said that they have solved their legal dispute with Dr. Disrespect. No party admits any wrongdoing. So, yeah, in court, he found out why he was suspended or suspended. Yeah, that works enough. Why he was permanently suspended from Twitch uh, a few months after it happened. And it seems like we're not going to get any actual uh, reasoning released by him. I wish we would, though. I just kind of want to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a curious mystery for a long time now. Might leak out eventually. So, you know, someone will hack Twitch and find out, I'm sure. Or they'll just do useless stuff like they seem to be doing anymore. Um, over in the world of PlayStation, eight more women have added accounts of sexism to their class action lawsuit against them. Ah, uh, we have... These eight claims are added to the claims against uh, former Sony IT security analyst Emma Majo. Uh, she filed the lawsuit. I'm sorry. She filed the lawsuit against the company last year, alleging that Sony, quote, discriminated against female employees, including those who are female and those who identify as female in, com in compensation and promotion and subjects them to a work culture predominated by men. Um, so she looked in 2021 to turn this into a class action lawsuit, saying that she filed a suit on behalf of herself and all women who have worked for Sony before and those still working there. In February, Sony asked the court to dismiss it. And so these eight women have come forth to add their accounts to the lawsuit itself. Speaking of lawsuits and sexual uh, assault in the workplace, uh, Activision Blizzard is being sued for the wrongful death of a by the family of an employee who killed herself due to the actions of the higher ups at Blizzard. Uh, the complaint dated Thursday and filed by parents of Carrie Moynihan, a 32 year old finance manager at Activision Blizzard, when she was found dead during a company retreat in 2017, claims that sexual harassment was a significant factor leading to her death. These are not good news articles. No. In more Activision news. Jeez, Activision. Um, shortly before the proposed acquisition of Microsoft of Activision, three users with ties to current Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Cohen stock purchases that led to $60 million of profit. This is now under investigation. Uh, pro producer and film studio executive David Geffen, Fox co-founder Barry Diller, and investor Alexander von Furstenberg are said to have purchased around $108 million worth of Activision shares just four days before the Microsoft Act acquisition was announced back in January. The purchase has netted the trio profit of around $60 million. Uh, these three are known to be longtime friends of Bobby Kotick, so it's no wonder now that the SEC is looking into this uh, purchase. The only thing I had about Activision Blizzard was that they're struggling to, quote, attract and retain workers, and I, I don't think I need to explain why. Oh, yeah. I didn't even bother <laughs> posting that article. I thought it was obvious. <laughs> Uh, the most Captain Obvious article of the week. I saw it. I'm like, yeah, I see. I saw that. I just thought it was known. You're like, well, no shit. 
the only other thing this kind of bleeds into our industry news next um is there's a lot of suspensions uh, for products in Russia. Microsoft is suspending all new product sales in Russia. Uh, Sony has jumped on that as well. Um, Netflix even has suspended services in Russia. It looks like kind of just one right after the other dominosing now. Anyone else got anything on the uh, industry news front? Uh... No, actually. I think oh. that's all I had. Oh, you had something on Guilty Gear, I thought. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. this topic. Uh, Steam Deck is having issues with a bunch of fighting games, although I think uh, Sasquatch posted a follow-up about it. Yeah. Um, a lot of games, for some reason, just aren't able to be tested on the Proton uh operating system proton proteon whatever something b-r-o-t something o-n proton and that is the right. that is the linux-based operating system that valve has been using for the system uh there's a lot of games that are verified as working there's a list of unverified games and there's a list of games that just do not work unverified games have not been tested on proteon uh Verified is not working, have been tested, and they don't work just because there's no Linux support. Um, however, most of these games, if you just install Windows, it'll work. Assuming that, you know, the proper drive pr drivers come out from AMD, which I'm sure they will. Um, the Steam Deck has been shipped out to people. Uh, I get mine at the end of quarter three, actually, I found out. They now added a little thing saying, hey, this is when yours is going to ship. So... Um, I'll be able to let you know how that goes then. So I'm sure the drivers from AMD are out there now or are being worked on. So uh, we'll have to see if you know anyone with a Steam Deck. You can see if they want to throw Strive on there and see how it works, both with Proteon or, um, you know, Windows 11 boot up on there. I guess a Windows 10 would work as well. I already have my copy of Windows 11 ready to go for it. Nice. Um, I know. Um, let's see what else we had. Uh, Square Enix has started a YouTube channel, uh, dedicated to their gaming music, which um pretty much puts them everywhere now. So if you don't want to use a music player on your PC, you can go to YouTube and check out Square Enix music for game sounds. Uh, the only other thing I had was our state of play stuff, and I guess this should have gone a new game announcement since most, well, not a, a good chunk of it was new games. Um, but we got to look at Exoprimal, um, which is a new IP from Capcom. Um, and we had another look goofy at goofy as fuck. I thought it looked good. I I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm interested. Um, Dinosaur forecasts. Yeah. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, we got another look there, and Forspoken, like we mentioned earlier. Um, Returnal Ascension, which is going to be DLC for Returnal, which I still need to try. I have Returnal. It was one of the first PS5 games I got. I just haven't played it yet. Um, a new fighting game announced of JoJo's Bizarre All-Star Battle R. Um, <clears throat> the Diofield Chronicle which is uh, another new Square Enix IP, as well as Valkyrie Elysium, 
yet another uh, Square Enix IP. Um, and we got announced a, um, a classic package that is coming out for PS4, PS5 that bundles all of the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games from the uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo era. So everything from the Street Fighter or the, the uh, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, – I can't remember. Street. It had the word street in it, but it's a fighting game that was – uh, TMNT uh, from the Super Nintendo era that to this day is one of my favorite fighting games. So I'm really stoked to get a remaster of that as well as the arcade styles uh, TMNT games, which were also one of my favorites back in the day. So these should be fun to see coming to PlayStation. Um, and I think that's about all I have on that front. Uh, I had one more that's a follow-up from last week when we announced uh, Capcom's oh, yeah. new um, – how do they word it? Community yeah. guidelines for for streaming and recording. Oh, that's um, way nicer than what I was about to say. Huh. Yeah, they've uh, they've responded that they've they've heard our displeasure <laughs> and are going to be looking into revising them. Oh, that's a good idea. But, yeah, because they were bad. <laughs> they were really bad. So hopefully those come out and are not as awful. Mm-hmm. Over in our uh, movie TVs and comic news, um, I had a couple things. Um, uh, the street-level Marvel heroes, so Daredevil, Jessica Jones, etc., um, will be uh, from Netflix. Will be coming to Disney Plus uh, next week, which makes a lot of sense. Um, moving in that direction, I'm not sure what kind of deal they've worked out with Netflix, since I believe, if I recall correctly, they were Netflix originals, but they will be yep. moving into Disney Plus. Um, so that's nice. Having all of the Marvel properties in one streaming service makes movie night for me a little easier. I was, it was funny because our last movie night, um, we just finished Hawkeye. So we're, we're getting right to the edge of running out of stuff. Um, so this gives some more stuff to break into now a little bit easier than switching over to Netflix. And I mean, I have Netflix too, but it's just easier to keep movie night. We have a profile on Disney plus that just keeps track of everything. And it's lazily easier that way. Um, and then for <laughs> this was pretty good for the release of the Batman in a movie theater in Texas, Austin, Texas, uh, animal control was called because a live bat was released in the movie theater. Oh, boy. <laughs> huh. And well, speaking of Batman. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, AMC's CEO proudly said that their AMC theaters are going to be charging more just for the Batman, as well as a few newer movies. Wow. Um, this comes from Adam Aaron. Uh, they're going to be charging a dollar fifty more per ticket. Um, turns out AMC wasn't the only one to do it. They were the only one to say they were doing it. Cinemark and one more chain also charged more for it. So, and it seems to have worked in their favor. AMC reported their highest grossing weekend since pre pandemic. 
I can say I did go to see the movie, but I did not go to AMC Cinemark or anything else because I don't even know what the hell is there in local town, but it was definitely worth the $11. Also, um, God of War TV series is in talks with Amazon, Mm. purportedly. It will be... It will come from the creators of The Expanse, Mark Fergus and Hawk Osby, a fantastic show. You should check it out. Um, also, the showrunner for The Wheel of Time, Ray uh, Raph Judkins, and Amazon show as well. And it will also uh, PlayStation Productions, um, who works with Sony Pictures Television, will also be working on it. So there's a lot of Sony TV shows on the way with uh, the Twisted Metal series, uh, coming to Peacock, um, The Last of Us in production at HBO, and the recent Uncharted movie release. I did not know that the Twisted Metal show was going to be on Peacock. That's super lame. Gotta spread it out. Yeah. Wait, Twisted Metal? Yeah. Interesting. How are they going to make that into a show? Demo derbies. People go and see demo derbies. Now it's just more violence. Well, a I lot mean, of a me, lot of them fair, had solid storylines. Yeah, each game has a main storyline, and there's just side ones for various characters. Yeah. Well, what I imagine is that it would they would probably I, I don't know I would especially in a streaming format or you know where they're releasing uh, the series probably all at once. I can easily see it as being like kind of a loosely connected story and every episode is a different character's run through. I don't know. Um, I was excited to check it out until I learned that it's on like one of the two streaming services I don't have. Probably comes with your phone. Peacock. Yeah. I don't know. Like I get a bunch of random stuff with my Verizon service. I, that's how I get Netflix. I have uh, T-Mobile. You just get Netflix for free. If you have T-Mobile. Um, let's see. So on to our favorite game updates. Um, I've got quite a bit of Final Fantasy news to unload. And speaking of Final Fantasy news, it is the 35th anniversary of Final Fantasy and they have an anniversary website up. Um, they've announced that since this is the 35th anniversary year, they'll be bringing, quote, many exciting new ways to enjoy the worlds of Final Fantasy. Please look forward to what Final Fantasy has in store. So that anniversary site is up, and they'll be rolling a lot of things out. There has been a lot of movement lately, um, everywhere from the uh, Square Enix music sites going out to um, a new novel uh, for Final Fantasy VII coming out, um, which is Final Fantasy VII Remake Traces of Two Pasts, um, a novel that is split into two parts that delves into the pasts of Aerith and Tifa, respectively, uh, as the two build their friendship and exchange stories from their past. Uh, in the world of Final Fantasy XIV, quite a few updates are rolling through. One we discussed last week about how – or it might have been the week before uh, – about how automatic housing demolition was going to be returning soon. Go ahead and cancel that update. Uh, due to the present uh, situation in the Ukraine, they have decided to not renew the auto demolition just yet. Um <clears throat> 
which makes sense. There's going to be a pretty large uh, demographic that's not going to be playing as as rapidly as they might have been before. Um, they've also put out the new site for patch 6.1, which is officially named Newfound Adventure, coming mid-April 2022. So as a reminder, patch 6.1 content will include a new main scenario quest line, new side quests, uh, new tribe quests, somehow furthering Hildebrand adventures, uh, Omega Beyond the Rift, improvements to a Realm Reborn main scenario quests, including um, moving the main scenario roulette into a more manageable to or more manageable more manageable four party duty, um, a duty support system, a new dungeon, um, a new trial, a new Unreal trial. A, a new Unreal Trial, Ultima, now getting an Unreal version. Um, the new Alliance Raids are going to be dropping, Myths of the Realm, Part 1. Um, a new Ultimate Duty, which is the Dragon Song's Reprise. New PvP content, so they're finally adding our PvP area for this season, which is the Crystalline Conflict. New custom deliveries for crafters and gatherers. The new Residential District in Ishgard. Uh, Adventurer Plates, the Unending Codex, a new data center travel system, additional New Game Plus chapters, a feature to try on items from the online store, which is super cool. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that I was like hesitant to buy because I just didn't know how it was going to fit on my Hrothgar, so being able to preview those is going to be nice. Um, New mounts, minions, and emotes, and more, quote. So lots and lots of stuff coming next month which, with patch 6.1. Um, we won't be getting the island sanctuaries or deep dungeons yet. Those will be coming with patch 6.2 and 6.3, respectively. Uh, but we do still have a pretty big content drop. Um, if you just can't wait that long, something to keep you busy, we do have the Moogle Treasure Trove returning with the Hunt for Scripture going from Monday, March 14th till the launch of patch 6.1. So if you want to get some really easily earned mounts that are normally a big pain to obtain, now's your time to do it. I just want my island adventure. <laughs> 6.2, so probably June. If yeah, I guess. that's what it sounds like it would be. Yeah. Maybe May, who knows? Depends yeah. on like what they all have to roll out with this one. Or with this, you know, post-expansion yeah. uh, content drip. And it looks like you had something on their Steam version, yeah? Oh, yeah. So, I, I forgot to even look in that category. Um, <laughs> With now with uh, Square Enix requiring Steam users users to link their Steam profile to the Square Enix account that they use, users are running into issues when their Steam profile, their Steam name, uses non-alphanumeric characters. So if you have anything fancy in your username, like an asterisk or even a parentheses or any some random characters like Doc uses for his D. 
you'll run into a security error when you try to log in and launch the game. To have this correctly work, you need to change your name to boring old normal letters to be able to log in and play Final Fantasy. They are looking for a fix and a workaround, so who knows? I'd, um, it could work permanently if you just change it, link it, then change it back. But I don't know. I haven't had that issue since I just use normal characters. I didn't even know that Steam usernames would allow you to use special characters. Oh, oh yeah. you can get all sorts of weird with Steam names. <laughs> uh, well, for a long time in Destiny 2, you could put in special characters that would appear as like icons from in the game into your mm. into your username. It it seems like it'd be just, you know, technically speaking, it seems like it'd be a pretty simple fix. Um but I don't know how long it'll take him to implement it. So, what do you got in uh, our other interesting headlines there, Sasquatch? Um. Well, turns out Japanese Elden Ring players are confused by English memes about Fortnite and buttholes. What? That was a lot of disconnected running... <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> if you're running around Elden Ring the past few weeks, like I have, most people have apparently been on Steam, you'll run across a few messages sent by other players that just say Fort, comma, Knight. Obviously referencing the uh, Epic Games uh, Battle Royale, Fortnite. However, translation doesn't seem to go very well in terms of memory to Japanese players. These messages <laughs> are translated easily to Japanese, the correct uh, characters and everything. Um, however, they don't understand the meme. So it does translate directly to Fortnite. However, Japanese players have been running around to the various forts in the game at night expecting <laughs> to find a secret boss fight. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, here is a translated tweet that reads, I've been searching for a big night only event at some fort because I see messages <laughs> like fort night everywhere in Elden Ring. But apparently people oh playing in English are fort and night. I'm crying because it seems like a message that I'm just laughing at making Fortnite by combining. Oh, man. Also, other players are confused by various messages such as try finger butt hole or try <laughs> butt hole. Um, these are the obviously fuck? just dumb little <laughs> messages and jokes they're not it's not translating very well to japanese players i i keep envisioning that archer episode where he's trying to talk to the pirates and he keeps making idioms that they don't understand <laughs> oh lord yeah also snoop dog has joined face clan yeah snoop g fuel coming soon snoop dog uh, who changed his name to snoop lion is now face snoop um he is a member of phase clan uh looking for a digitally native lifestyle media platform rooted in gaming and youth culture um even though he's kind of gray um, Snoop Dogg has recently been streaming, etc., etc., etc. So, uh, FaZe is like, hey, let's just pay this guy to make us money. That's what they did. I'm excited to see what his G Fuel flavor will be. Uh, it'll probably be like their first THC infused G Fuel. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. <laughs> like, what are they going to do here? Count me in.
All right, looks like that's all we've got for this week. So what have you been playing besides Elden Ring, Sasquatch, or is that it? Uh, no, I've been playing some Call of Duty, some Valorant. God, I need I to install through, that. I played through Shadow Warrior 3 and was immensely disappointed. It was such a departure from what I thought made Shadow Warrior 2, even though it had some disappointing qualities. Great. Um, it's just like a weird Japanese mythology light themed Doom clone with just a lot more crude humor because of who Wang is as a lead character. So weird. Um, yeah, I once saw the Batman highly, highly recommend it. It's unlike any other Batman movie ever made. It's definitely a detective noir style movie first. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it just goes and goes and ramps up and ramps up and ramps up and ramps up and just doesn't stop. It is fantastic. Um, makes me excited for the trilogy that they do have planned. And I'm sure the opening weekend success will see that through. And I can't say Pattinson is probably my favorite Batman actor now. What are you even playing this week there, Doc? Uh, mostly Elden Ring. I've I've taken a couple breaks to make sure I've run the uh, the fourth circle on on uh, Final Fantasy, and I've put in some time on Guilty Gear. But for the most part, mm. it's been Elden Ring. Yeah, <clears throat> I've been mostly on Final Fantasy a little bit. Uh, finally, got my Dark Knight up to 90 and got all of my crafters now up to 90 now I'm after getting my gatherers there and my healer so that i can have all my crafters gathers and one of every roll at 90 um hoping to be there soon um i also downloaded and thoroughly enjoyed the demo for stranger of paradise i fired up the demo and played for a total of about five minutes before I ran to my computer and pre-ordered it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I got it for PS4. So I, cause it, it's free upgrade to PS5. So just like I did with call of duty, which I've still forget to haven't even tried yet. Um, I got the PS4 version so I could just then upgrade. Um, I was pretty torn if I want to do the digital deluxe or get a physical copy from Best Buy. And I ended up going with the physical copy cause I need that steel book. And I'm sure knowing Square Enix that as soon as it releases, I'll be able to pay $20 to upgrade to the digital deluxe version. So, All right. Looks like that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and come join us over here in Discord for the live recordings every Thursday night. Thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. Have a good night. Johnny.